This is Marvel 616 Politics, issue 38, with Andy Kirby and Jared Mayo. Mayo, it is great to hear your voice. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty sultry. Sultry? Why, sure. thank you, Andy. Well, you're welcome, Jared. I miss your voice, too. Oh, gee, thanks. But I talked to you earlier today on the phone. Yes, but it sounds so much more clearer now. It is so much more clearer. You're right. You're right. It is. Why well, is that? Well, well, Jared, it's because I have a new microphone. Yes, that's Yay. right. The Samson C01U USB Studio Condenser. It can be yours, too, for a mere... I don't know how much it was. Anyway, I got it for Christmas. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Yes. It is awesome. I ho- Hopefully, it won't crackle, crinkle, or whatever. As it actually as... just did. <laughs> did it really? But that's okay. Uh, maybe that's because I was too close to it. I'm still trying to, still trying to learn... The nuances, so to speak. No, it's okay. I think the listeners will appreciate that. We're talking about how awesome the new microphone is as it crackles. Yeah. Awesome. That's (laughs) really cool. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm going to turn you up a little bit here. Let's see if I can do that. No, come on. All right. Now we're. Do you want me to speak louder? Don't, Don't yell at me. I could do the podcast like this. <laughs> and here we are in, that's right, at Jean Grey School for the Gifted. And it looks like Krakoa. <laughs> <laughs> is that not? Okay. Is that not what we're doing? <laughs> back to you in that. The, we could do that. Back to you in the studio, Andy. That'd be <laughs> awesome. We could do a whole episode like that. Oh, you know what? Oh, man, that would be so much work. But, yeah, go for it. Yeah, do it. On location. You, uh, oh, Here at Mirror Island. I didn't hear anything you said. Were you talking? I said on location here at Mirror Island. Oh, I just heard <laughs> Mirror Island. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Have you changed something since we talked earlier? No. Because, like, when we were just you and I chatting before the show, that was clear. Um, Maybe it's my voice timbre. Timber. Timber. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I turned your speaker up, but that was just um, for me. You turned my what up? Speaker. Oh. W- what? What did you think I said there? All I heard was the S and the R, and I didn't know what was in the middle. You can't. You seriously can't hear me. No, I heard you turned my er up. <laughs> like that's kind of inappropriate. <laughs> right. Well. Right. Well. All right. So this is Marvel Six One Six Politics. You're welcome. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find us on our website, 
where we have our episodes to download at marvel616politics.com. You can email us at marvel616politics at gmail.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter, which, when I am at work, I am at my desk, and I am tweeting on that thing all the time as much as possible when I'm sitting down. And that is 616politics, so at twitter.com slash 616politics. And so everybody knows, yes, when... Something comes out on Twitter, it's from Andy. It's not from Jared. So it doesn't have sometimes... to be though. You can you can do it too. Well, no, but I mean, because then we have to put the little dash in our name, and that takes up characters. Does that does that matter though? I mean, on Twitter, you can you can yeah, write whatever but, you want. Yeah, but you put up stuff that I'm not always like. Mm, Jared wouldn't have said that. No. Oh, you know. Yeah, but if you want, I can stop doing that. No, it's fine. I'm just letting all the fans know. The the 616 is kind of Andy's way to vent and talk about DC stuff. What? No, I don't put <laughs> DC I don't put DC stuff on on Twitter. I'm just messing you. Oh my goodness. I am very careful. I have two Twitter accounts and one I don't put any DC stuff on there. How about both? I mean, why would you put DC stuff on there? On on 616 politics? On anything, like even on the internet at all. Oh, you mean like why would anybody put that on there? Yeah, specifically you. Oh, do you do you really want to know? Sure, because I don't understand. Okay, because I bought over a hundred dollars worth of DC stuff <gasps> on my on my trip. You okay there, buddy? You all right? <laughs> don't die! Don't die yeah. on me, dude. I bought issues. I bought issues one through four of almost all the Batman titles. And oh. some Superman. Oh my gosh. I know. Can you edit this? I'm not telling you whether I like it or not. You. I'm not saying. All right, and you can call us. It's <laughs> question. Uh, six one six seven five five Tina. Leave us a message. Ask us a question or a witty comment or you know make fun of DC. Go for it. You can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash marvel616politics. And there's another one. Is there? Do you have three that you normally do? iTunes. Download us on iTunes. You know, if you can't remember the, you know, user account, blah, 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 slash, blah, 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 dot iTunes, blah, 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 blah. If you can't remember that, it's bit.ly slash marvel616politics and that's our itunes account download write a review write a nice review did you do our website yeah i did marvel616politics.com i just feel like there's one that we're forgetting you you realized or you feel like we are i just got that feeling well we're not on tumblr we were on wordpress a long time ago like two years ago Aren't we on Google something? Google, are we? We're not on Google Plus. Are you on Google Plus? No. Okay. I I looked into it, and we had a Google Plus Marvel 616 page for about 10 minutes. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to start over. Oh, hey, Pinterest? Are you into Pinterest? No, Jennifer is. Okay. I, am, uh, I just requested my... Uh, because Jackie just got her invitation today, so I just requested my invitation. And 
I think I'm going to change that website because it's all about, you know, home improvement and, and all that stuff. I think I'm just going to post interesting comic pictures. You are a revolutionary of your time, my son. I know. I know. A Cadillac of men. An Adonis, if you will. Well, and humble. Very well, humble. I can't. No, it's, well. Uh, Very humble. Maybe a Volkswagen of men? Um, maybe letting others compliment you instead of yourself. Sure, go for it. I already did, but then you kind of stole the thunder. Oh. Oh. I really think that there's something else that we're missing. We've <sighs> got... What are your three? I said the website, Twitter, and uh, Gmail. Okay. And then I say Facebook and call us. Right. And, and we we added iTunes. Yeah, but nobody cares about that one. What are you talking about? That's where most of our people get our uh, our, our episodes from. Well, they need to go to Facebook.com and then get the link. Because oh. Facebook.com slash Marvel616politics is where it's all at. There are 934 fans. We need to hit 1,000. Yeah, that would be nice, man. We've been stagnant at 934. But you know what? There's new people posting all the time because every yeah. single person that posts, I, I send a friend request to. And there's still people out there that um, I'm like, huh, I don't recognize that name. And then I look and that they're not my friend. So and Now that make, now I understand. That's why they all like you better. What do you mean like me better than I what? I think they do. I think, I think the page is more geared toward Andy Love. No, it is not. Do you know oh, how yeah. much? Do you know how much I get ripped up for not liking ice cream and not flying and stuff? Well, not lately. It's been well, pretty quiet. You know, you've got you've got your that your fan in Jen. Is it Jen Capelli? Oh well, no. Well, it is Jen Capelli, but yeah, she's not. She's not an Andy Kirby fan. She's. A, I complimented her because she was on a different podcast, and I was like, oh well, of course I, I know that you were on that podcast. I I just flattered her a little bit. That's all. She seems to come up to bat for you. She, <laughs> I I don't know if that's true. She's got your back. A lot of people say oh, I agree with Jared on this. Well, because I'm always right, they can't really help it. Yeah, well, that I mean, right? It's a sliding scale. It's situational ethics, really. Oh boy. Oh, well, we have a sponsor. Oh, that's yay. True. Yeah, go for it. DCBService.com. They're a fantastic website, fantastic resource, fantastic business that you can purchase all of your comic book needs for significant discounts up to and sometimes over 40% off the cover price. They're just a great website. That's just amazing. It blows my mind that they are able to do that. You know, like um, the guys from Hideous Energy, David and Austin, they talk to me all the time and they go, they actually go to the store because they have a shop up in where is it fort wayne indiana and they're telling me they're buying like damaged but they're not really damaged it's like maybe one crease in the spine like what you actually get from the lcs damaged books for like 80 percent off up there i did not know they had a physical location yeah fort wayne how far are you from fort wayne maybe three three hours man if i ever come to visit if i ever yeah. if i uh, ever visit you uh-huh so, um, Wizard World New Orleans is coming up, and guess who's going? Andy! Yay! I can't wait. I really can't wait. William Shatner's going to be there. Stan the Man Lee's going to be there. Oh, man. I know. Ugh. 
No Leonard Nimoy, though. It's sad, really. But he will have um, signed autographed pictures there. So, Are you a Trekkie? Um, yeah. Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, you know, I mean, not so much anymore, but back in the day. I, I love my, uh, my space politics. That Star Trek VI, Undiscovered Country. It's just, I mean, the whole thing's about the Berlin Wall coming down, so. Basically. Uh- lost no are you not a trekkie no i i don't i don't think i've ever seen a whole episode ever i watched the movie the new one Mm-hmm. well i uh, i i guess that counts if you watch the movie yeah it i didn't care for it but wait why not the whole time travel thing, and you know, I'm a comic book guy, but the time travel thing was messing with my head. I didn't feel like I knew what was going on. Well, it was, uh, I mean, it wasn't time travel as much as alternate universe time travel. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. I mean, it was, they kind of like, well, never mind, whatever. But yeah, dcbservice.com, look them up. <laughs> oh yeah, For right. Some books. <laughs> They're a great discount. They are fantastic. Now, I almost feel bad bringing this up, though, but... Did you did you know that I purchased 13 subscriptions to Marvel? You you said that on uh on the Facebook page. Yes. Yes, I did. I mi- I miss you that? being on there, man, because of your stupid computer virus, you can't get on as much and I I'm like it's just not the same doing it on the phone. I know. I know. It is. It's rough. You know, when you're sitting on the toilet in the morning, you got your phone, and you're like, "Well, what do I post today?" Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, so why but why were you apologizing about about getting subscriptions? Oh, because of our sponsor. Oh, well, I mean, but there's still I mean, there's more than 13 titles a month. Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, the limited series alone, I mean, they have great discounts on that, so I'll be picking them up a lot. It's surprising how much how little um Marvel offers for subscription. Like, I don't think they even offer Daredevil. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't I got, know that. I think I got almost every X title, though. So you'll be happy about that. Good man. I did get Ultimate Spider-Man. <sighs> Dude, I well, love That would be the, worst, the 13th bad title. <laughs> I, I love that. Oh, and I got the two all-ages. The Spider-Man all-ages and then the superhero all-ages. Actually, my mom got me those for Christmas. So well, they just canceled those. No, they did not. Is that true? Uh, that's what I read. What? Where's your source? Cite your material. Newsarama. No way. They canceled the all ages stuff, like Tobin stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Like now they don't have any all ages books. That's what I heard. Oh. <laughs> you could Wikipedia it. Maybe it's on there. Oh, I'll consult the book of knowledge. Man, oh man. That bums me out. I mean, they're going to have to do something, though. I, I think they're, they'll do something. Well, if they want new young readers, they're going to have to. Nobody's parents are going to let them read Punisher Max. I'll tell you that. My mom wouldn't let me read it. if she. I don't read Punisher Max. Dude, Punisher Max is awesome. I <laughs> just finished reading issue 21. It's pretty gross, let's be honest. But, spoiler alert, 
Punisher kills Kingpin right in the face, man. <gasps> well, but it's Punisher Max, so it's not in. It's not in the six one six. Okay. Yeah, but it's man. If you all these mind games and then like actually what Frank Castle was thinking, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It's the best Punisher I've ever read. Cause well, cause uh, Kingpin is definitely in the Black Panther right now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's 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 a different Kingpin for sure, for sure. Here it is. Marvel Comics ends all ages line. The uh, publisher promises more comics for young readers in the future. Oh, they promise, huh? Well, I hope they promise Tobin a new job. I feel sorry for that guy. He doesn't write anything six one six. Well, but that's you're just expendable. That's part of having a job is you're expendable. Well, that's true. That's true. And I know they canceled. I mean, they've canceled ah the double shipping thing. That's gonna kill me. I really I didn't don't hear what you said. That double shipping thing. That's gonna kill me. I really don't like it. Why? I I we went over this before. Oh, the, okay. I mean, yeah, I remember. No, no, don't you remember the quality? I said the quality of the book's gonna go down, and you were like, "Yeah, oh. but it just makes financial sense." Yes, I do remember. That was a pretty lengthy discussion. Oh yes, we oh we lengthed it up. I remember I won though. That was cool. Wait, wait, you can win discussions? Yeah, that's nonsense. Whoever's correct. In your opinion? No, like says God. There's God? Is that what you just said? Like, he agrees with me. Oh, I thought you he just like walked into your room and you were like, oh, there's God. Well, I mean, he's always around. Well, that's true, but I mean, I didn't know you were Pat Robertson, Robertsoning and then get up. Well, don't don't do that. <laughs> what? what? Why not him? <laughs> well, he did. I mean, he talks to God all the time. I just heard a report that he God told him who's going to win the next election, but he wasn't well, allowed I to say. I talk to God all the time too. Yeah, but not. Yes, but. No, I do pray. What Which I'm, is what is praying? Talking with God, talking to God, talking with God. What do you think it is? I think it's talking to God. Okay, it's talking to God. Yeah, but d- God doesn't tell me. You know what, Andy? I'm gonna tell you the winner to the next presidential election. No, I don't think he does either. I'm not arguing that point. No, I mean that's what Pat Robertson said. Well, I'm not arguing. I'm not defending Pat Robertson. I'm, we're not arguing. We're just having a discussion, and so far, <laughs> winning. <laughs> I am winning. I just put, <laughs> I just put the link to that story in the Dropbox for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Dropbox is amazing. Yes, I can't wait till my. Us, we're not going to advertise for them. I can't wait my till my <laughs> Pinterest is up. <laughs> I am going to. I I was like, hey Jackie, Jackie just got it. She was showing me it. I was like, look up comic books. And it was all comic book shoes or how to decorate your room as comic books. I was like, I'm going to change this nonsense. This is insane. Really? I will single-handedly change that search on Pinterest. Go for it, bro. 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 Do it, bro. That's right. All right, so what's going on with you? Are Are we still talking? I mean, what's up with you? I haven't heard anything. Oh, well... Uh, I don't know what's up with me. You you haven't done anything in a month? You haven't done anything? There's nothing fun or interesting or remotely anything? Smarty pants. I didn't say I haven't done anything. I said I don't know what's up, what's new. Right, but I haven't talked to you in so long. I need, I yearn to know what's going on in your life. 
And so I do mean, our so do our listeners. Let's be honest. They they care. They all nine hundred thirty four of them care about Jared Mayo. Oh, I know. Jennifer and I are Christians, and we celebrated Christmas. Oh, hey! Oh, wow! That's yes. That's somewhat predictable. I'm just saying. How, what, what do you do in December? How do you do have you, Christmas? Do you have how, New Year's? How did you? How'd that go for you? Family, friends? It was good. It was good. Got some. Uh, Jennifer got me some comic book shirts, and uh, got some stuff from our business. We told our family, "Hey." You buy from our business or we throw it in the trash. Like, okay, cool. So they did that, and I bought Jennifer iPad. Oh, wow. Holy cow. That's a that's a nice, decent purchase. And she didn't know. <laughs> what? I got her to cry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what you really – I got Jackie to cry too, but not for good reasons. So. Oh, were you guys in the emergency room? No. Oh, no. Thank you for bringing that up. No, we weren't. No, it was more like I can't believe you – don't know me or don't listen to what oh, I'm no. that, that kind of crying. So. Oh no. All I can say, all I can say is if I say, Hey, are you sure you don't want me to buy you that? It, do you want that? I'll buy it for you. If you say no three times, I'm going to take it as you don't want it. Yeah. Well, I was wrong. So, <laughs> I think that could be a whole show in and of itself. Oh man, it was awful. It was, but it led to some good discussion. So you know, that was that's good. Here's the thing: females think we have telepathy <laughs> that we can read their freaking mind. That when we need to know when no means yes and yes means no, and when they really don't know. I, I take I'm a very choleric person. When you say yes, that means yes. When you say no, it means yo. Period. End of discussion. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Do you? Th- do you want me to buy this coat? No. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. No. I, I don't want it. Seriously. I'll buy it. My treat. I'll put it on my card. No. We leave, man. Ding, ding, ding. That's the bell to the door that we opened and left. It's like, <sighs> what, what's, what's wrong? You didn't get me that coat. You told me no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know I told you no, but I also said I really liked it. I asked you! No. Ah, it's... Mm. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it! I'm with you, bro. So I'm we got you. a new dishwasher, so that's that's good. Oh. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> she was actually really excited about it, so, uh, you know... Well, good. It's not the stereotypical good husband gift, but um, she likes it. It washes the dishes, so... Well, good. That's less work she has to do, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, oh, oh, here's something. Our last thing before we'll do some comics. How about that? Um, we, my sister-in-law asked if we had um, a Twitter account. If uh, our 616 comic thing had a Twitter account. <laughs> and so uh, I think she, I think she, subscribed or followed or whatever you do with twitter i don't know why she's not into comics so oh interesting yeah but that was nice so anyway you ready to review some issues sure are we doing issues are we doing um a different segment i didn't 
when I gave you the schedule, I didn't really put an order, I guess. I just threw stuff on there. Hey, man, you, you did the agenda tonight, so it's all your show. You tell me when, what, why, and what bumper, and we're good. Yeah, see, I don't remember all that stuff, so you do it. <clears throat> no, n- n- no. Are you looking at the schedule? I'm trying to find it. <laughs> you can't, I thought you just... You took I know, shut up! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What are, what are our sex? What are things called? <laughs> Have you heard anything I said? Yes, I did. What is it? Because you can whistle and I can't. Oh, you can't whistle? No. Have we talked about this? I think so. Have I ridiculed you about not being able to whistle? Possibly. Ah, oh, whistling is so much fun. We were talking about whistling today, my friends and I. And? They were out at some sporting event or whatever. And a rap song came on, and the dude was whistling to a rap song. Wait, wait, your friend was whistling to a rap song? song? No, my friend heard somebody at the event whistling to a rap song. And she was like, how do you whistle to a rap song? Wait, I thought it wasn't rap. I thought it was R&B or, 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 uh, or uh, what's the other? What's... No, R&B is different from rap, is different from hip-hop. Do they, oh, hip-hop, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Yeah. Now, hip-hop is... Is what's the difference between rap and hip hip hop? Is it? I mean, do they really make their hips hop? It, you're you're showing your whiteness. I don't know what hip hop. <laughs> uh, rap is has less. Uh, rap, I guess, is a little to me at least is a little more wordy. I just want or you is, to know, you just judged me on my skin color. Uh, I'm sorry. Today I was teaching the kids about Martin Luther King Jr. and we talked about shades of skin color wait a minute wait 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 wait. you taught today mm-hmm how'd it go it was good it's kindergarten now yeah. did you talk about pigmentation and like the 16 different and did you get into like punnett squares and genetics and stuff well we didn't get that deep but i did have the kids stand up and uh put their hands like compare shades to each other they thought it was crazy that a long time ago people didn't get along because of the skin of their color they you- just they didn't understand they thought it was the weirdest thing in the world Wow. Well, first of all, it <clears throat> is the weirdest thing in the world. It is, yeah. And secondly, I'm glad that they had that reaction. It, it was it was really good. And you don't think, well, yeah, I guess they were only born five to six at the max years ago. You know, they the they're so you know they're like a tabula rosa. They're just blank. I don't know what the tabula rosa is. It's tabula rasa. I'm sorry. It's a blank slate. Oh, 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 oh right. Well, um, Sorry, it's one of my education terms. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that I got from university. <laughs> that you got from university or not, or the university? No, you, it's like when you're in England, you just say, I go to university. I go to school. Does university. that work? Um, oh, oh. <laughs> I plan on going to university someday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> A little beetle. <laughs> Well, um, we were at um, Jackie's brother's house, and then his – let's see. They have a brother who is South Korean, obviously adopted because Jackie's not South Korean. So um, he was like, yeah, I'm going to bring a girl over uh, for Christmas dinner. And we're like, cool, that's cool. You know, she's like, And he was like, look, listen, she's African-American. And I was like, she's black? She's African-American. I'm like – Right. So? And he's like, look, don't be weird, Andy. 
I'm like, dude, <laughs> I that's cool. I don't care. She's like, he said, I'm worried about you. I'm worried about my brother. I'm worried about my dad. I'm like, worried? Why? He's like, look, I'm not going to marry a white girl. I'm Korean. I'm like, you can marry whoever you want. What are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, the girl was like the nicest girl in the world. I don't know why she's with him. Whatever. But, um, <laughs> so my, uh, my daughters are, we were eating at the table a couple days ago back home and they were like, I really like that black girl. And like, I'm squirming <laughs> in my seat. I'm like, is that okay? Like, can we say that? Is it African American? Maybe she's not American. I don't know. So like, exactly. I was like the, the black girl. Yeah. The black girl. I really liked her. I hope she becomes our aunt. I was like, I wouldn't count on it, but she was super nice. <laughs> and like, and it was great. And like when, when Felicity was littler, she would be like, why is that person brown? I was like, that's an excellent question. And yes, that's what color that person is. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. It just has to do with skin pigmentation. Some people are that color. Some people are this color. You and I are different colors. And she's like, oh, okay. Hmm, that's interesting. And we're oh. not really even white, you know? What, you and me? No, I mean, Felicity's whiter than I am. She's a little, she's a little no, cream. But I mean, it's just like, you know, black people are not black and white people are not white. I, when I put my hand on a piece of white paper, I can see my hand, you know? It doesn't blend in. Got yeah, it. Yes, like black people they're not black they're it's like a brown or a caramel or you know there's all different shades and stuff yeah the point is it doesn't matter i mean that's that's where like we were talking about this in the office and i was like seriously like we are just one human race it's just different color variations right like i mean is it is it is it bad to say like different color cats or no i mean they're all cats right <laughs> like, i mean is that bad i don't even know uh I mean, I'm. I, I don't think we need to make a comparison because I think we. I think I get the point. We're different colors, okay. But we're all still human. Okay. Well, I'm showing my whiteness, no, by not knowing what hip hop is. I just wanted to teach you about that. Oh well, I I still don't know. What, regardless of what color I truly am, whether it be beige, peach, mauve, brown, white, cream. Mauve. I don't know what color mauve. that is. I just made it up. Chartreuse. Jennifer, we have a special guest. Jennifer, tell us what color mauve is. It's like a purpley red color. Thank you, Jennifer. All right, it's purpley red. One of our wives made it on an episode. <laughs> this is fantastic. Unless you cut it out. Wow, you said that with such disdain. Oh, <laughs> unless you cut it out. I'm just teasing. I'm just joking, too. Is it because I'm white? Yes. That's okay. why you said it with disdain, because you were white. <laughs> oh, we could probably talk about this for a long time. Hey, I'm just thrilled that Jennifer made it on the, the podcast. Yeah, so uh, Jackie, you are losing. Well, wait a minute. Did she hear my whole story about Jackie and the coat? No. Okay, good. you think I would have said that with her here? Oh, thank goodness. Phew, man. You got to tell me when she's in the room, man. Oh, no. I mean, I'm going to get ready to go downstairs. I don't want her hearing what we said either. Obviously, obviously not. Yeah, so she can just download and listen to the podcast when it comes available. What did I miss? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. I, I'm trying to leave.
recap for me. All right, time to move on to reviews. All right! events you seriously forgot what our segment was called don't ridicule me <laughs> i've just, never made the schedule i'm seriously asking did you forget that we have current events i mean i know that we've got different titles for stuff i just I, I, know, I know that we have different titles for stuff you do realize this is issue 38 right and we've been doing this for yeah, how many years? Yeah, but we didn't always have things titled when we first started, did we? I think we started on episode five, maybe. I think we need to go back and like re-listen to episode one. I, I think probably have a get a kick out of that. I think if we go back and re-listen to episode one, I won't be able to stand it because the sound quality is so poor. Because <laughs> I'm like talking through a tunnel. You're like. So, Andy, that comic <laughs> book was really cool. Oh, I was real nasally for the first few years? No. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. What issues are we reviewing tonight? Hold on. I'm trying to plug the computer in. <laughs> That's gracious. Okay. By request of our fans or slash listeners... Because really, I'm their fans, too. I mean, we're all fans of each other. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, we're doing Scarlet Spider and Carnage USA. So they requested that. Did you know that? I know that they wanted to hear about uh, Scarlet Spider, but I didn't know about uh, Carnage. I think that was on the it was on the same post, I thought. So you, you well, I'm just really good at producing a show you are fantastic at producing a show and then we're also going to cover wolverine and the x-men number four which surprised me because i thought for sure you would want to do uncanny because i thought you liked that book more well you're cutting in and out a whole lot just to let you know oh fantastic i tried to pick titles that just came out uh yesterday i thought we could be on the cutting edge the cusp if you will oh we are on the the cusp, the crest, the trough, whatever it is. So which one do you want to hit first, buddy? I don't know. Which one? What, what are you going to review? Okay, let's do Scarlet Spider number one. Okay. All of the power, none of the responsibility. Scarlet Spider number one. It's coming right off of the cusp or crest of um, Spider Island. And so, anyway, Kane has hightailed it out to Houston. And basically, what he wants to do is get out of the country. And he is, along his way, he's in the port of Houston. He's trying to get to Mexico. So, basically, he needs money to do that. And uh, he heard these guys talking in a bar. There's some deal going down at the port. And so, he goes and, and busts it up. And uh, steals all the money, basically. Because he knows it's a legal operation. So it doesn't really matter that he's stealing as far as he's concerned. So he takes the money. He chases all the bad guys off. But he stops and finds out that, unfortunately, they were into human trafficking. And everybody in the crate died except for one person. He rushes that girl to the um, hospital. And then he runs off because people were 
chasing after him. And this whole time, like he's shooting webbing and stuff. He's not used to the webbing. So I, I have to get used to his skill set or his, uh, you know, his power set. But um, he's going south on highway or interstate 59. He's on the side of a truck, which was pretty cool. But he takes a shower and he starts to turn his life around. He's And to symbolize that, he cuts all his long hair off. He shaves his beard. And he's trying to get away from the cane he used to be with the scars and um, the, what was it, cellular degeneration. Um, but he says no matter how much he changes his appearance, he still can't get away from the cane he used to be. And there's a sweet splash page of Kane versus Spider-Man versus Scarlet Spider. Yeah. Uh, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> it like really that. was. And then after that, we get a recap page, which has a great layout. I mean, this is fantastic. It did take me a while to figure out the exact stance that Kane was on this page with the lightning and the building. Because I was like, what? what is he doing? His head is, like, coming out of his tummy. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, it kind of recaps and says, okay, he was born. He's a clone of Peter Parker, but cellular degeneration. He's not that good. He ran for – he. the jackal created him. He ran. Uh, he used to fight Ben Riley to, to uh, preserve Parker's life. Eventually, he died for Parker, and that was in the Grim Hunt, which – there's a huge gap of time, probably what, 15 years? Yeah. Okay, 15 years are time um, between uh, when he helped out or when he, he was fighting Ben Riley and uh, the Grim Hunt where he died in, in uh, Peter's place. But then the Jackal came back with this villain called the Queen who is from Timely Comics. She's way back in the 1940s. Um, she was one of the first super soldiers and she was experimented on with bugs and insects and all that nonsense. And so she, he was resurrected and then Peter saved him and he turned back into a human. He looks basically like a clone, uh, just, just a clone of Peter. And, um, he's helped kill the queen, if I recall correctly, right? In Spider Island. I never finished Spider Island. What? Really? I thought you were a fan. I knew that you'd just fill me in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Spider Island, what happened at the end was um, Madam Webb, who is Julia Carpenter, predicted that Spider-Man's hand would, or the queen would die at the hand of Spider-Man. Spider-Man vowed that he would not kill her, but then Kane, who basically has Peter's hand, because he's a clone, did eventually kill her. And so that's how they got around it. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I forget how he became a real boy uh, instead of the the marred up dude that he was. But basically it had to do with this transformation being brought back from the dead and all that nonsense. So moving right along, he's in Houston. He's sweating a lot. He's uh, He needs to get used to the humidity and the heat. He's just... That's just to establish that he's a new city. It's not New York anymore, um, which is good for Yost. I think it's good for the readers. He starts swinging around. He sees an old woman trying to cross the street. Um, he helps that lady by pouncing on a car. The driver flies out of the windshield. And, dude, this was totally out of the blue. Did you see that grotesque picture? I thought it was almost – I thought it was going to be a symbiote or something. I didn't realize how awful that was. That is insane. Like you have all this, like it's kind of like a cutesy art 
style, you know? Yeah. And uh, like, I, I don't mean to offend Stegman by saying, you know, it's kind of uh, more of a comic booky. It's less graphic. It's less. But this looked like something out of um, Wolverine best there is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really did. It looked disgusting. I, don't, I, I looked at it and like the guy's eyes are rolled back in his head. Teeth are falling out and he's got glass all through him and he's like just bleeding black blood everywhere. And I was like, holy cow. So basically, he just flees the scene because he's yeah. oops, <laughs> sorry about that. I saved the lady, but the driver bit it. Uh, and then there's some villain that's out burning all the the evidence that's coming up against the, uh, the people that were human trafficking. So I think that's going to be the first story arc. But the main thing about this is he goes and he's like, it's not my responsibility. It's not my problem. I'm not Peter. I'm not the hero. And he keeps looking at this costume in his bag. And he's like, it's not me. And I think one of the costumes he took from Peter at um, Horizon Labs. So that's where he got that from. Gotcha. So eventually, uh, he goes after the patient. And uh, you see him packing his bags and walking. Because he says, it's not my problem. And uh, that's where it le- left. What would you think? What would you think of this issue? I thought it was okay. I just thought it was, I mean, it wasn't like super excited, but I wasn't like, oh, it sucked. <clears throat> I just thought it was okay. Kind of interested, probably read no, issue number two. Uh, I mean, he was never, I, I liked Kane, but he was never one of my, my favorites. And uh, I think he's so far removed now from who Kane used to be that it's almost, to me, like a different character, you know? I would say that, yeah, I would agree. Um. So it, it's kind of hard to tie back to that continuity, but you know, it was a, I think it was a decent number one. You know, kind of got things running, established. Um, now, would you say that you're like a hardcore comic book reader, or would you say you're like a, you know, like a casual reader, or how would you classify yourself? Uh, I guess it. Uh, uh, well, I mean, how would you even define the difference between hardcore and casual? I don't know. That's I'm kind of looking to you on that one. Well, because I mean, casual almost sounds like, you know, I'm in the, I walk past the comic book store and I pick up an all ages Spider Man, but then hardcore makes me sound like, you know, I live in my mom's basement. Well, not no offense to any readers that live in their mom's basements, but. <laughs> no, I just mean, uh, I just mean as far as reading the books. X Men hardcore, Avengers, proper hardcore. Okay. All right. So I'm trying to establish like what, what what about this issue too that you I mean when would you drop the book like what would what would happen that would make you say yeah I don't think I'm gonna pick this up anymore. Oh well I mean I think because uh, I don't have any tie to these this character you know I'm not super interested in in this new Kane who is basically a brand new a brand new person you know. Um, it looks like a brand new villain. Is brand one new. is one of your Tinas? We don't need another hero. No, that would have been good though. Okay, all right, all right. Just no. Check. What did you think? Um, I liked it. I, I mean, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Yost just because of his uh, X Force stuff. And um, so I was excited to read this. I, I you know, the the whole Kane thing. Um, I'm keen on Ben Riley. I'm not too keen on Kane. And I, I wish Ben Riley was getting the Scarlet Spider mantle, even though I know that it's got its own problems. But I'm very interested to see where this goes. To me, this guy seems more like what Venom used to be when he was out on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So 
I people eating your brains part. Well, right, and the chocolate, you know, but, um, <laughs> but I'm interested to see where this goes. I think that um, kind of getting away from it's a it's an opportunity to tell some fun Spider-Man stories, and kind of look at um, a progression of growing into responsibility without having to change Peter Parker at all. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, I think it's kind of cool. And and the the mere fact that it happens within the six one six is kind of I mean I really I like that that way we don't have to say okay another continuity this is a what if story what if Spider Man sure. didn't have responsibility so I I, I I don't know I'm on board I like the art it's fantastic art I'm oh, yeah. I'm really uh, I'm really looking forward to what Yost is gonna do I like the different setting I wasn't thrilled with the villain in this one. But really, the villain the whole time is going to be himself, so I'm down with that. Well, yeah. So that, I mean, that kind of makes me wonder how how much they're going to be able to pull out of this series. Well, that's true, but by the end of it, I think that they're going to have an another um, another toy that they can pull out and play with um, when they need, you know, like something from the Spider-Man mythos. Now, it doesn't feel forced to me, like. Hulk does like the Hulk title, Jeff Loeb mm-hmm. and Jeff Parker's Hulk title. Mm-hmm. To me, that seems forced. Like uh, we wrote so much about the Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner, that we can't do anything with them. So let's just make a Red Hulk and then tell the same stories over again. <laughs> I mean, so it doesn't it doesn't seem like that to me. So so I'm 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 optimistic. So how long do you think this title lasts? That's a good question. I give it 24 issues. I think Yost, having Yost on board brings a lot more to the table. I think so, too. Do you think he has the name recognition that's needed to make it last 24 issues or just the talent? I don't know if he'll get 24. I'm going to put it 18. Okay. But I think Yost has – he does have the talent, but – Two years ago, I would have said, no, Yost is working his way up to getting the name. But I think he's there now. He just does. I, I can't remember the last time he wrote something that was panned. What do you mean panned? Where people were just like, oh, yo, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything. Uh, I know he did Red Robin over in DC for a while. I have no idea how that was. Um, he did that um, Spider Island Avengers title, um, which was what? A three issue series. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. I mean, it was a unique... It, it didn't make sense to me. Like, if I read it, I wouldn't think it would come from Yost because it was a little bit more lighthearted. And it had a lot of... A lot of Hawkeye in it, I think. A lot of romance or, or something like that. Not romance, but a lot of allusion. Allusion to romance. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of odd for me, but still, still good. It was probably the best tie-in to um, Spider Island. Besides, actually, the Kung Fu stuff. That was kind of cool. But um yeah uh, okay eighteen anywhere from eighteen to twenty four issues now what I mean what writers do you think are better than Yost though I don't think there are many because I really like Yost well then why doesn't he have as big of a name well I think the I think the days of big big names are much more few and far between than they were ten years ago twenty years ago you know people like you know Stan Lee. Uh, Frank Miller, uh, Chris Claremont, those are, you know, Alan um, Moore, those are just kind of like icons almost. 
and you just don't you don't get those anymore. What about Mark Millar, uh, Bendis, Grant Morrison? I don't th- I don't think they're at that. I don't think they're at a Alan Moore Stanley uh, level. Will anybody get there? I think Bendis will. You think? I think his writing is too. He has great plots, great stories, but nothing like classic. Like man, that issue is what encapsulates. No, I think Bendis will be remembered for his ideas. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with really you. good ideas, and he does. He has fantastic ideas. I just said fantastic. <laughs> he does. He just, I mean, his execution is just awful. Oh, but, I, I like his execution for the most part. Oh, every character cannot sound like that. What, what was that? That was um, a piece of the microphone that fell. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. All right. Well, uh, I liked it. I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably stick aboard just because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man fan. Sure. Um, so I'll, I'll stay aboard on this one, I think. Well, you're, you'll need to. You're the Spider-Man expert. Oh, my goodness. Don't call me an expert. We have so many fans out there that are way more expert than me. Well, that's what I was expecting. I thought maybe you would be able to tell me how Kane lost all his scars and stuff. Man, I can't remember because Spider-Island was so disinteresting to me. Hmm. Almost I mean, like fear itself. Yeah, yeah, it it really was. It really was. It was kind of a dry spot, you know. And I mean, we X Men Schism, which wasn't that good. Prelude to Schism was was better. You think? I do. Oh, they were both awful. Well, yeah. I mean, and then I heard, I had, I've heard that they actually changed that the Prelude to Schism was actually that they were all talking about Juggernaut coming, not the Sentinels. Are you serious? Juggernaut from Fear Itself? Well, and you know, if you read it, it makes sense because during the prelude to Schism, they're all talking about something coming to an island, right? Right. During Schism, who's on Utopia? Nobody, right? It's Wolverine, Cyclops, and the kids. Right. That's all that's there. So if they're all... Saying they're talking about something coming to the island, they don't all just disappear. No, no, I no, I agree. Yeah, I just assume that through the magic of continuity, that it tied in, but I guess it didn't. Yeah, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense um, talking about this thing coming t- towards them. It doesn't really make much sense either way. Yeah, we probably shouldn't go there. There were more. They were more character studies than they were anything about plot, and that's what kind of blew it for me. Well, and I think sometimes Marvel still has that, let's throw X-Men on it and uh, rake in some money. Oh, yeah. I mean, X-Men, Magneto, Testament. There's no reason you need to put the word X-Men on that. Which is actually pretty good. What, the book? Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. And I just said the word fantastic. It was amazing. Andy, you you have no idea that you've been saying it the whole episode, do you? No... It's okay. It's fine. I'm used to it. But you've said it quite a few times already. Should I stop? Should I catch no. myself every time? No, we already had the contest, so it's done. Which Do you... I need to send out that book. Oh yeah, I sent mine. Did you not send yours? I uh, didn't. Oh, but you don't. You don't have his address though. No, you mailed it to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have his address, and 
I have his phone number so we can text him. <laughs> hey, do you know who this is? Oh, you don't? Let me tell you all about yourself. All about yourself? You like comics. That's yeah. right. You like them. <laughs> you live in Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, okay. This is your address. <laughs> that would be awful. Aaron, please, please. <laughs> Don't... You should do it before this episode comes out. You know, <laughs> look back on it and laugh. <laughs> then he can look back on it and say, call up the police and be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Yes, Asafar, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was my friends from a podcast. <laughs> they They're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anyway. Bail you out in a nice warm coat, right? What? I said, but hey, Jackie can come bail you out of jail in a nice warm coat. She took it back. She didn't like it. Oh, my. That makes the story even worse. She Well, no. Okay. So I eventually got it <laughs> for her, right? Because I was like, yeah. oh, this is, uh, this is obviously a big deal. I need to go back. So I went back the next day during work hours and picked up this coat for her and then um so i brought it home i hit it we had christmas early um i brought it out to her she was like oh you got it for me that's great and she tried it on she was like i think it's too big and i was like well it was on clearance and there wasn't another one oh no yeah so (laughs) fail oh all right let's do the next book you do it Wolverine and the X-Men number four. You got it. Looking at the schwankity-winkity title, it almost doesn't even look like a 616 book, you know? Yeah. It looks like an all-ages book with a scary brood on the front. But otherwise, you know, you've got these little night crawlers all around, and you got Eddie with her Eddie with brand new hair and sticking her tongue out. and uh, You know, this looks like an astonishing um, cover, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Like, kind of not in continuity. You right. know, right. But um, it opens up with uh, kind of uh, Wolverine addressing um, what's going on. He's narrating, talking about how he's a, a professor by day and a, a bloodthirsty killer by running X-Force at night. Um, and uh, it kind of it, it's cool because this issue ties in with what's been going on with X-Force and kind of wrapping up their last arc with Archangel dying and. Nightcrawler uh, from the Age of Apocalypse joining the team, and also with Shadowcat and Beast finding out that X-Force is still going on. So I really like that. I like it when the titles intermingle, you know? They're not in their own universe by themselves. The characters, like, the stuff that happens in one book actually affects another book. I, I love that stuff. You Well, you like that, but I thought it was, like, overdone in this one. Oh, how so? Well, it kind of just felt like um, – well, it, I think it would be different if Aaron was writing X-Force. Uh, but it just felt like just kind of riding the coattails or this book was only to support X-Force. Well, I think it kind of addresses the situation of how in the world can you run a school and not address what's going on in X-Force? That's you true. Have- That's true. But I thought the enti- – I mean I thought they were they were going to address it and then move on. But they like every single thing that happened in this book was because of stuff that happened in X Force. Well, because I well, and I see what you're saying, but I don't think you can move on because of the stuff that happened in X Force was so big. You can't just 
hit it real quick and then move about your day. So, I mean, as a writer, would you be fine with that? Saying like, oh, here, here's your new book. This is your book. But the stuff that's going on over there is so big that you really can't write what you want to write. You have to write this. Well, the writer, who who's this writer? Uh, Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron. It was, uh, it was either him or Remender that I read an interview, and they said that they had been talking since before the issues even came out about how they want the stuff to go along together. Oh, okay. And how far does that go? I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't know. But, I mean, past those first couple pages, it was cool to see, you know, like, Dupe out on the lawn. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I know. Toad is, I mean, every episode, every issue, Toad is picking up trash. Yep, that's good, too. Uh, I kind of miss the old Toad. I don't really care for this this version of the Toad. but Right. But it's all good. I'm really interested in... They didn't address this in this issue, but the X-Mansion, this new X-Mansion, because its design is so strange, but they haven't addressed why Why are these there are these big like mountains of ice, you know? Why has Iceman created these, or why is there this Shi'ar thing floating on part of the school, you know? Right. It's different. I, I just really want to see what all this stuff is, but it uh, starts off with, Basically, the expansion is uh, running out of money. It's been going for the school's been going the the Jean Grey School of Higher Learning has been going for a whopping week, and uh, the funds are low. And uh, Iceman's talk. I mean, all the all the senior teachers, senior staff, or whatever, are talking about ways to come up with uh, with that extra money, and uh, it's just not nothing's coming to uh, to think about. So. But along those lines, Wolverine says that, you know, thanks to War- to Warren Worthington Industries, you know, we might have that problem solved. And then Iceman starts saying, oh, where where is Archangel? Where has he been? And Beast and Shadowcat, no, because they they were there in that issue of X, X-Force. And uh, Wolverine just says, well, we got a couple new additions to the, to the class, but uh, you'll get to you'll get to talk with Warren soon or whatever. And uh, so we head into the classroom with with uh, Kitty teaching, and you know I just like the little stuff in this book so far, the different nods and things that they give, uh, just to the future history class that she's teaching. We're on the backboard, you see Nimrod and a- Age of Apocalypse and the XSE, uh, just to know that those pieces of continuity, they're they haven't been forgotten. You know they did happen, and uh, I, I just love those little nods, you know. Oh yeah, I, I I noticed that too. I thought that was really cool. And uh, even just to look around the classroom and see um, characters from Grant Morrison's run in the classroom, uh, but then there's also characters from you know when Academy the new X Men Academy X was happening, and then all the way to you know brand new students like Genesis and uh, you know this kid Gladiator things like that. I mean, looking around the classroom, they could probably tell, you know, 30 years worth of stories just from these characters right here, you know? Who's that girl in the back with the red hair? Isn't that Mercury? Oh, okay, yeah. I believe it's Mercury. But yeah, looking around, you know, you've got Glob and, and Ernst and Genesis and Itty and Anol and Blindfold. It's like, you know, you've got Astonishing X-Men. You've got characters from every piece in the last 10 years. Yeah, I, love, I, I, I was surprised. Awesome. I was surprised to see Hellion there. Yeah, his robotic arms there. Yeah, I was I was surprised because he seems older and out of the class, but I guess 
no, I guess it makes sense because Rock slides there. Yeah. But uh, and Brew, I really like Brew. Do you That's really? Guy. I think he's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. That's I think funny. maybe he'll be like the uh, the dupe of the 2010. <laughs> we can only hope, right? <laughs> But it was cool to, like, see with Genesis, you know, coming from X-Force and now being in this title, being a student, um, how, you know, some of the characters recognize that he looks like Apocalypse, Kid Omega giving him um, giving him some crap, and then Genesis really just trying to figure out his place. You know, he feels like he doesn't belong. I gotta be honest, at first, first, very first, I thought it was Jono. Oh, well, that makes sense. And uh, and then I was like, oh, what what is he doing? And I was like, oh, oh, right, 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 my bad. I'd love to see Chamber show up. Me too. <laughs> and then so so Wolverine is talking to Iceman about what's been going on with War in the past couple of weeks. Bobby's just out of the loop. He's he knows something's up. Um, so he decides he's gonna go find Angel. He looks up to where where Warren was sitting, and he's gone. Cut to this short little, um, this little inner story almost about this 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 boy and dad who's burying their dog because they got hit by a car. Well, Warren swoops down. He's got long flowing locks now. Uh, it looks like his feathers are. He's got metallic feathers. They look pretty metallic to me. It kind of uh, looks like a mixture of both. Yeah, kind of the back portion looks almost like real feathers. Right, right. In this white white outfit, and he comes down, and he's acting, he's, you, know, you haven't seen an angel before. He grabs the, the dog out from where they had just buried the dead dog. The dad gets upset, and he's like, I'm, I'm just, but the angel says, you know, I'm just an angel. I'm going to fix it or whatever. Iceman shows up and flips a lid, like, what are you doing? And, um, then it immediately cuts back to the classroom with special instructor, special lecturer of the day, is Deathlock. Which, again, that's from X-Force. He was running around with X-Force for a while. And I enjoyed this piece. Death Deathlock comes in, and he looks at all the kids, and he gives probabilities of where they're going to be. He predicts the future, what they're going to be doing. And it's interesting just to see where the writer, you know, where maybe he Aaron wants to possibly go with some storylines, whether it's, you know, uh, Eddie eventually being the leader of the X-Men or, uh, you know, Kid Gladiator taking on the Avengers or being in the Avengers and um, just a variety of different things. But as he's going around the room and looking at, at people and telling their future possibilities, he sees Genesis and stops immediately, says that the lecture's over, and heads out. Cut back to Angel, well, Warren, I don't know what to call him, I guess he's going by Angel now. Right. Angel and Iceman. Iceman's pulling Angel out, finding out what's going on with him. Don't you remember who you are? And Angel says he doesn't even know who Iceman is, but he believes that he's an angel. Cut back to the school. Genesis catches up with Deathlock and talks about how he's been feeling. He wants to know what his future holds, and Deathlock doesn't answer. But we cut to Deathlock's memories, what he sees. And what he sees is that Genesis was responsible for killing Deathlock in the future. And the future X-Men um, have to battle him because he's turned into Apocalypse. Um, 
However, Deathlock doesn't reveal that to him. He just tells him that that's why he's here to discover. Um, he that that Genesis is here to discover who he is. Uh, that's his whole purpose in being at this school. Um, he then goes on to talk a little bit about Wolverine to Wolverine about whether he knows who he is, what he's here to do, all that good stuff, and how Wolverine's going to try and uh, you know, take care of him. Iceman, at this point in time, swings in and confronts Wolverine about what's been going on because he met Angel. He knows that something is up. This is not his friend. And um, Wolverine admits, you know, I'm still doing my X-Force thing. Iceman stops him before he actually says X-Force because he does, says he doesn't want to be accessory to that crime. But uh, Iceman's on to him. Iceman is not happy at all, but he says he's going to be taking responsibility for Angel because Wolverine really didn't do that very well. And uh, he enlists him as a student in the class, which I didn't see coming at all. <laughs> do you see that coming? No, uh-uh. but I thought it was interesting that he did say a couple of students, and uh, I didn't see that. You know, I just saw when he said a couple uh, when you were reviewing it. Gotcha. Okay. So they introduce Angel, and he's now in the class. And uh, now Iceman and Wolverine are kind of maybe not on the best terms. And uh, Wolverine just goes back to thinking about what he's doing as you know, running the school, running X-Force, all that good stuff. And uh, just kind of cap it off with, well, not cap it off. One before we cap it off with the epilogue, the uh, there's a quick shot back to that family's house with the dog, and the box is ripped open, and the dog is has risen from the dead. So, what's going on with this new Warren? You know, we're we're not really quite sure. But now, the epilogue, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, did doesn't he? I mean, haven't we seen his healing powers before? Is this? Do you think this comes back? I mean, I think around Uncanny Four. 15 or something like that it was kind of a big deal yeah i mean he had healing powers but i don't know that he's ever healed anybody from being dead oh he's, okay he healed them from being like i remember when uh when chuck austin had the the whole storyline where skin and husk and a couple others got crucified on the lawn right Angel yeah, was holy able to war. Sit, yeah holy war yeah what a good storyline um Angel revived him, but none of them had died. Skin died, but they hadn't died yet. He, they were just on the brink. So, you, and then just, now, when you said that was a good, were you serious or no? Because there was a sound after that, like you were. Oh, that was supposed to be me, like snoozing. Sorry. Oh, so it wasn't that good. Because who was it? That was Chuck. Chuck Austin. Oh yeah, Chuck Austin. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Makes me upset. Juggernaut <laughs> was a good guy, and that fish kid. Oh, Squid Boy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Nightcrawler really is a demon. His dad is Satan. The Draco. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, and Angel and Husk are sleeping in, with each other, even though she's underage, in front of her mom. In the air. In the air. What in the world? Okay. Over uh, the house. <laughs> the epilogue of this episode, of this episode, this issue, is that all of a sudden, Kitty gets sick. In the bathroom, looks down, and she looks nine months pregnant. She's huge. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, like, in that, in those panels before, she's as skinny as can be. Yeah. Even, yeah, even just running to the bathroom. 
So, I mean, something's happening, you know? Right. So, all in all, I thought it was a really good issue. I thought it touched on a variety of different things. I think it set up a billion different storylines. I really don't know where this title is going, because it could go in so many different directions, just even off this issue. I think it creates a lot of drama within the classroom with the kids by having Genesis there, um, introducing Deathlock, having characters like the Brew in there, and uh, Kid Gladiator. It's it's just a mess with those kids. You've got all this tension and drama now um, between Beast and, and Shadowcat with Wolverine. Now Iceman joins in the fray. But then you've also got senior staff members that don't know what's going on. We've got the whole Warren thing. Who knows what's going on there? Uh, I th- I was really I really and then we've got all these little cameos with people like Dupe and Toad and and uh, all that stuff. So I, I thought it was really good. I've never been a huge fan of Arthur Adams on art, but I could look past it uh, because I, I just thought the issue was great. That's not Art Adams. It's Nick somebody. Him him. It's really not Art Adams. Oh, my gosh. Nick Bradshaw. That looks just like Art Adams. <laughs> you think? I think it's too wide yeah. for Art Adams. Huh. Maybe okay. I'm getting my, my people confused. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite um, character? Who's your favorite student? Brew. And why? Because I think this could be a very bad thing. He's almost like this little... It's almost like he doesn't even realize who... Uh, you know, that his folks, his whole race, have been killing and, and cloning and uh, just destroying races for years and years and years. And he's this little ambivalent kid who, who's just uh, gullible, and uh, I think he's going to be great. Now, did you, did you think it was okay to show that future? Oh, I mean, it's just one of a billion timelines in the Marvel Universe. Right, so if they never follow up on that, you would be fine with it? Yeah, I hope they don't, because I don't see any characters that are my favorites. Okay, that's what I was thats what I was going to ask. Like, Yeah, I don't you can't know. the X-Men without any of the people that we like. Well, well true. But I mean, like, are, do you think that uh, Aaron's run is going to eventually lead to this point? Or do you think that... Yeah. You think it's a toss-up, or you think 50-50? Give me some chances. No, no, I think it was just a possible... That's what Deathlock saw, and there's lots of different Deathlocks, and, um, you know, how many times have we seen Cable's future? And then Cable's future changes, and then now it's a different future, and you're like, what? You know, I remember back in the day, you know, this was not... Cable's future was, you know, 4,000 years in the future, just him and Apocalypse, so that totally changed, you know? Right. I mean, now, who's your favorite kid? Who's your favorite kid in the class? I think uh, probably Choir. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him. I also like Genesis. Just the the idea, but I think. It, do you think they're pitting? They're going to be pitting Angel against Genesis? Because you kind of think of that. I never thought of that. Well, the last page, or not the last page. The last page before the epilogue. The they have, you know the the destined to be bad guy and then the destined to be good guy and they're both trying to find who they are yeah i i, get, I just didn't see it but you're right 
So I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think Genesis is way more of an interesting character than a blank slate. Would you say Tabula Rasa? Yeah, it's very good. Tabula Rasa version of uh, Angel. What do you think about Angel? I, you know, for as long as I've been reading, and I guess I've been reading for, you know, a good amount of time, 10 years, and he's kind of had a a place the whole time with, with Chuck Austin all the way up and everything. I've never really even considered him a major character. Mm. And so he kind of bores me, you know, like I don't know what he's there for. Kind of, he's just kind of the guy that when they need money and remember was the, the guy that did the most with him, but he hearkened back to a time when I wasn't really reading comics. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm interested in him being used to to the point where I care and he's a good character. Yeah, I feel that. I feel it. He is. I mean, he's just kind of one-dimensional. That's why he was so much more interesting as Archangel. Yeah. Angel's not interesting. Now, listen to some uh, listen to some reviews and stuff by other other podcasters when they review uh, old old issues he sounds like he really had a lot going on there's a lot of different relationships and um you know he was into gene at one point i think and you know Mm -hmm. he sounded like uh, he was utilized a lot better back then (laughs) but now there's there's so there's so many characters now you can't you know like you really have to pick who you're going to focus on oh yeah maybe we should have done avengers crusade children's crusade to number eight yeah, I forgot about that. We'll do number nine when it comes out. It'll come out next month or early or late this month. I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it's like late February, isn't it? Every other month. It is every other month. I didn't know it was going to be late February. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So what do you think of this issue? Did you like it? I did. I did like it. I. Uh, it's hard for me to read it and say, oh, this is definitely a Jason Aaron book. And um, aside from... Aside from at first it feeling like this is just picking up all the pieces that Remender left behind, um, it didn't feel like an X-Men book. It felt like just a cleanup book and maybe an astonishing title. But if he really goes with it, then I think it would be really good. I mean, this is only issue four. He's still setting everything up. He had his first story arc where um, you know, you kind of were introduced to the characters. There was a team-building exercise um but now i think we're kind of hitting our stride and seeing where to go because the first three issues were kind of still like all right we are moving past schism this is how we're dealing with schism Mm -hmm. and now it's kind of like okay now we are establishing the status quo so and and telling what this story is going to be about and and uh it'll be an interesting balance i thought the book was going to focus more on wolverine but i don't know if it if it is. I don't know. I mean, it, that's another way to help sell, sell books. Put right. Wolverine and the X-Men. Well, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, the title says that, but I don't know if the stories are going to re- necessarily reflect the title. <laughs> we'll anyway. 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 You want to go to Carnage USA, number two of five? Yeah, did you want me to do that or you? Uh, we can both do it. I mean, I'll just start off by saying that this cover is 
by far the best cover of the week. Yes, it was excellent. I, I like. I just like Clayton Crane. He's he, awesome. He is awesome. He is, and he, this stuff I think is is almost better than his X Force stuff. I don't you know. Think? Really? Well, there was a lot going on in X Force, so he had a lot more detail, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's less girls in this. I like. I like to see him draw the guys. But in, in X-Force, it seemed like there was, he was drawing girls the whole time, and it was distracting. It was too much, you know, weird poses just for the sake of posing them. Hmm. I mean, during the Necrotia stuff especially, don't you think? No, I love Necrotia. <laughs> what? That's just the way you said that. No, I love Necrotia. I did. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. It's like... The, one of the best things to come out of the X books in 10 years. Man, I don't know. I wasn't into it as much. But it had a lot of history, though. It had a ton of continuity. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So that's probably why. But see, the thing is, they never followed up on the uh, what they had in the cartoon. Remember? The the, the mutant um, force? What was it called? The huh? police force for mutants? The police force? Oh, the MRD. Yeah. Yeah. They never followed up on that, but Necrotia had some of that in it, too. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like... I thought they were setting the stage for the next few years, and they really weren't. That Necrotia had nothing to do with anything as far as the Messiah Wars, right? Mm-mm. No. It was kind of strange. Speaking of the cartoon, though, yeah. you know how they, they canceled Wolverine and the X-Men, and there's this petition on Facebook that I'm a part of for it them to bring it back which i don't see that happening but and then they announced you know six seven eight months ago that they're going to have a new title called wolverine the x-men everybody was just like what a dig they're just sticking the the knife in our backs and turning it yeah i agree (laughs) (laughs) and i agree (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know if it sells books yeah all right, Carnage USA. Basically, Carnage has got out of jail. He went to Doverton. Uh, what state is this in? Colorado. Doverton, Colorado. He went in. He took over. They sent out some Avengers. The Avengers got taken over. Spider-Man's the only one that's escaped. Right now, the entire town is being um, controlled by um, the Carnage symbiote, and he's pretty much kind of stretching out and controlling them. Cletus Cassidy is, and the, re- the way he's able to do that is because he ate... A whole bunch of beef. And so he increased the mass of the symbiote. That's kind of what is explained in this one. Um, uh, Spider-Man gets saved in the middle of a battle by some survivors that uh, got out of town. But really, the government is sending in um, Scorn, who is Dr. Tannis Neves, or Naves, uh, who has the carnage, what is it called? spawn i guess yeah um like a a a bio cybernetic uh spawn of carnage from the last carnage series that zeb um that zeb wells did early last year i think yeah it was good that was good that was zeb and and, uh, crane did it as well um and so they're gonna send her in but also they're sending in a team that has symbiotic weapons. 
And one of the weapons is a dog. One of them's like a, a symbiotic cybernetic gun. Another one's like sort of a, a suit or a, a rail gun. And uh, I don't know what the other one is yet, but I think we're I think that's kind of the point. We don't know exactly yet. But these are all symbiotes from the past. Are they really? Are they? Yeah. These are all the symbiotes from the 90s series. From Separation Anxiety? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I figured. But and and that's kind of what was on the computer screen during Carnage USA number one. Like the last page, they had the computer screen and they had um I think they had Scream. Yeah. And then some of the other ones, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I wasn't reading then, but boy, did I play the heck out of that game. <laughs> awesome game. On Sega? On uh, Super Nintendo. Gotcha. And actually, our closing music is from that game. I don't know if you knew that. I thought it was from an old Nintendo game. It's from a Super Nintendo. It's from Separation Anxiety. Oh. No. I knew it was from a video game, but I didn't know which one. Oh, now now you know. And again, <laughs> two and a half years into the podcast, we find out what the ending music is. <laughs> hey, I just show up. You're the I just producer. show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, so uh, so Spider-Man's rescued. He's kind of out by this uh, millionaire guy who's setting up uh, to make war against Cassidy. Um, and... The last thing we see, Cletus is in a bar with the Avengers. He's still controlling the Avengers. They're all playing pool. And he pretty much tells this wife, this wife is, or this mother is begging him, please don't hurt my kids, don't hurt my kids. And he said, uh, show your loyalty, bring me your husband's head. And she said, I'll do it. And he said, is that fair? And she said, I'll do it. And he says, that's not what I asked. I asked, is it fair? She said yes. He enveloped her in the Carnage symbiote. He enveloped her baby and her son. And they're all Carnage-defied up. And they're out to go kill the husband. So pretty demented. But then again, Cletus Cassidy is a demented serial killer. So, But man, this page, this last page with these symbiotes is amazing. It's scary. It is scary, man. And it has to do... I mean, any time that people do stuff beyond their control, I don't know, that that creeps me out. You know, if they're under the influence of something? Mm-hmm. That whole idea creeps me out. So the, the art on this is fantastic. I just said it again. The art on this is really good. Uh, no, man, it's cool. What do you, you think of the book? I really liked it. That was great. I, I like Clayton Crane. I've always loved the character of Carnage. Throw in some Avengers. You, you and then now with this continuity with all the uh the different symbiotes, I'm good to go. You like it that much, huh? I really did like it. I thought it was good. Uh I would rather I would rather something like this have been the event than like fear itself, you know? Oh, uh, that would be awesome. Because well, just because you know this, this is a fairly big deal. You know, Carnage has an, it, it, but it's the same thing like with X Force. You know, Carnage has an entire city that he took over. They send the big guns, not all of them, but the big event, some of the big Avengers, to go and take care of this. 
They're possessed by the symbiote. They're taken over by the symbiote. You know, that's kind of a, a big deal as opposed to, well, I mean, fear itself in theory would have been a big deal. It was just execute, executed awfully. Right. But I mean, there are a lot of, a lot of these different things that should be the big, you know, summer blockbuster 12 issue series, but instead they're kind of relegated to other spots. Yeah. And I, do you think it's because they don't have the big names behind them or why do you think that is? Well, I don't, you can't make everything big and you still have to be able to have stories. And, you know, if this was the big thing, you couldn't also be having something as big as fear itself going on at the same time as something as big as what X for, I mean, you know, Genesis, uh, he destroyed how many thousands of people in X force. Genesis or Archangel? No, Genesis, remember when he was, uh, no, they didn't call it. Did they call him Genesis? What'd they call him? Nemesis. I'm sorry. Remember Nemesis and X-Force? He looked like Holocaust? Yes. And he just killed thousands and thousands of people. You know, that's a pretty big deal. But nothing was touched upon about that, you know? Right. But, but yet yeah, Civil War came about when a few hundred kids were killed at a school because people had finally had enough. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess it's just that kind of thing is... But that's a whole... I mean, my goodness, we could probably do a whole episode just on talking about that. So I need to stop. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have to say that even though this story is uh, intriguing to me, what really gets me is the art. Yeah. That's what really keeps me coming back to this book. It the shows first... the demonicness of Carnage. Yeah. Yeah. And they, that's something that that's something that they... I mean... In Maximum Carnage, that was pretty shown. I mean, he just went yeah. on a rampage. But if you if you jumped aboard with the cartoon and everything, obviously they couldn't show that in the cartoon. You didn't really get a taste for who the guy was. But I do say, when I read this book, I try to put that voice to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I have a hard time. He, he The way he's painted, it looks like he has a deeper voice than that. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> We just watched those episodes last week. We're going through the whole Spider-Man animated series. You and Jen are? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I've seen them a million times, but she hasn't. Oh, they're but amazing. It was... I had forgotten a lot of that season. It's the... Uh, Sins of the Father? Not Sins of the Father. The next one. Were they team-ups or whatever? Oh, what's the next season? Partners in Crime. Partners That's, in Crime. Got it. And... It's just funny that this demonic killer Carnage is released, and what he does is he touches people, absorbs their energy, and gives it so that to to help Baron Mordo bring Dormammu back. Oh right, 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 right. What right. the heck? This is not Carnage. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But you have to kidify it. But he, yeah, uh, right, right. No, but he's have... he's in the last uh he's in the last few episodes too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It was just I I had to keep myself from laughing. It was very, I love of, those. I love that show. And Jackie got it for me on DVD like a few years ago when it still the rights were still being fought over. She she found the she didn't know it was a bootleg site, but I knew it was uh, a bootleg site. And uh, uh, I made copies right away. I was like, I am having copies of this just in case these things break. I have another set. Yeah. Oh, they're great. 
It'd be great if they were officially released them this summer with the Spider-Man movie. Oh, that would be awesome. But I mean, they've they've released some episodes. They've yeah, released, but I gotta uh, have it all, you know, <laughs> because <laughs> I've got the bootlegs too, and a couple of them just they're not very good. No, they're not, and they all have like Swedish subtitles and stuff. Oh, dude, none of mine do. What? We'll talk after the show. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Once again, brought to you by Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I think that ends it for current events. You want to? Uh, do we have time to talk about um, Omega Effects, or you want to go into uh, some of our predictions here, or, or not predictions? Real quick, real quick with Omega Effect. All right. Well, then we're going to go real quick into our State of the Union. The State of Our Union. All right, lay it on me. What is this Omega, well, Omega Effect? Effect was just released uh, a few hours ago at a press conference that um, there's – I should have pulled up the article. There is some sort of disk drive created by Mr. Fantastic that has information on five different groups from uh, Hydra and AIM and the Hand and those kind of groups. And uh, Daredevil stole it. He's got it. He thinks he's the best to protect it or whatever. Well, you know what? Punisher shows up. And Punisher says, I'm the best to protect it. Well, well, Mr. Fantastic says, you know what? Spider-Man, you're a good friend of mine. I need you to go and get that. I created it. I don't want it to fall into the wrong hands. So the devil, the spider, and the skull all cross paths for an event coming up. That sounds good, street level. I like it. So I just wanted to see kind of maybe what your thoughts were because I know that you like those street level characters. Right, yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't read the article, but I'm all for it. And it makes those type of things to me make them all more believable. Like uh, Heroes for Hire, even though that's kind of a somewhat of a silly title, it makes the it, it brings the heroes down to a believable level. Now, and that's kind of been my biggest complaint with uh, Spider-Man Big Time is, you know, giant robots attacking the entire city. We got to call the Avengers and Spider-Man's there, too. (laughs) Like, you know, Spider-Man can't deal with many robots attacking the city, even if he wants to. Sure, he can pitch in, but he can't do it on his own. And there's no reason he should be doing that in his own title. We know he does that in the Avengers. So why would he do that in Amazing? Gotcha. So I'm all for this. I, I'm happy. I would love to see more interaction with him and Paladin. I love to see the interaction between him and Daredevil because that, to me, is more of – that makes sense more than him and Johnny Storm to me, even though Johnny Storm has a whole lot more history with Spider-Man. Um, those street-level characters fighting for what they believe in on a on a street level um, – it just makes more sense. Like they would cross paths way more than Human Torch and Spider-Man would. Agree. 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 All right. Well, that was. Quick. Agree. Is it spanning all three titles? I don't know. I mean, it just was talked about today. I don't. I don't know how many details have come out quite yet. Because I really, I really don't see Greg Rucka, um, writing that. 
I mean, Mark Wade and, and Dan Slott, yeah, but Rucka, probably not. Gotcha. I don't know. Rucka. I like that name, Rucka. Rucka. All right, what are we moving on to? Avengers versus the X-Men. All right. What are we doing? The teasers. What do you mean teasers? I have You have it written here. Have you seen those? No, I haven't. Oh, Andy, I need you to be prepared for the show. I totally thought you meant like we would speculate about these people battling it out. No, these have been images that have been released. Oh my goodness. Are they on the Are they on our site? Where are they? I I can't do that with my phone, but they're on uh, Newsarama. Okay. All right. I'm going there now. Sadly, man, this whole week, this whole week, we've been sending out 13,000 mailers to all our customers. And it's just that I have every second of my day at work has been in a different room, in the conference room, folding papers and stuffing envelopes. Oh my gosh. No, I, I know. And the thing is, like, it's a huge part of. Uh, my job and it's a it's another part of, a, of another um, another department's job it's kind of like 50 50 and basically my department's doing all the work so i can't and my boss told me it has to be done by um this friday i'm by tomorrow so i have not seen i have missed a whole week in news okay it's been tough it's been tough it's all right. It's all right. Let's see. Where is it? I'm not seeing it, man. Just search AVX? No. No. Do you see the picture of Hulk fighting Emma Frost? No. All right. I'll pull it up. Okay, you go to newsarama.com? Yeah. All right. What do you see? I see newsarama.com, and then underneath that, the biggest surprise of the new 52 second wave. Yeah, okay, now scroll down. Scrolling. Okay. Where, where'd they go? not on there how would they remove it they're not on there anymore anywhere oh, we got to be able to search for them avengers vs x-men teaser in the world we're just on the front page all right let's see here maybe got it Okay, Juggernaut versus Thing. Here we go. Where do you have that? What? I looked it up. I searched for um, Avengers vs. X-Men teasers. Avengers vs. X-Men, that's all you searched for? Teasers. 
Oh. Because I haven't seen this Juggernaut one. Oh, right on. So, Juggernaut Colossus versus, uh, versus Thing. They got... Oh, wow. They got a Ramos of Spider-Woman versus Gambit. What? Did you, which one? Did you click the first one? Yeah. Ooh, Archangel versus Daredevil. What? Are you pulling my leg? Ah, dude. Oh, here. Whoa, here we go. These are new since like 6 o'clock. Wow, Archangel vs. Daredevil. That's cool. It's just basically... When I think of Daredevil, I think he's pretty much unbeatable. Daredevil's unbeatable? Yeah, like, he has his he has his problems, I know. Like, but whenever I think of him, it's basically like, oh, he'll overcome it. He'll, he'll, he'll do it. Who did this Ms. Marvel cover? J. Scott Campbell. No, he did not. Really? Yeah. This doesn't look that good, man. She's got hair growing out of the back of her neck, and her head's, like, super flat. Like, at first, you're like, oh, that's an awesome cover. But when you start looking at it, you're like, holy cow, her arms are toothpicks. Her bottom is as big as her head, like three times as big. Have you found these yet? What's going on? Huh? Have you seen these yet or no? Uh, I, the, the first three I had not seen. Spider-Man vs. Iceman. I was like, man, that looks like the Ultimate Universe, but that's because it's Bagley doing the art. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Thor versus Storm. Is that Copel? Quite I believe so. He does such a wonderful Thor. I, he does. I, he's amazing. He's amazing. Nobody makes Thor look good. Oh, wow. Adi Gravi or whoever doing uh, Iron Man versus Magneto. That's a cool cover. Man, we I, I we have to post these on the site. And I don't know who does this. Psylocke versus... Hmm. All right, so what do you want to talk about? Psylocke and Black Widow is you. That's Lionel you? Yep. He must have a different anchor or something. He what now? He must have a different anchor or something. Oh yeah, because it's not as sketchy as is usually as right. it's usually is. Right. No, I just wanted to figure out based on these matchups if these are going to be the matchups, which they could be and they might not be. Who who you calling to win? Like out of each matchup? Yeah. Okay. First of all, I'd like to assume that these people aren't going to be matched up like. There's no real reason to think that all of a sudden, like, they find themselves on their own planet where the two of them are fighting and no one else is there. Sure. Uh, 
so it's kind of like these are deceptive. They're, I mean, that's why they're teaser covers, you know? Yeah. So um, really, I don't think that these people are going to really be fighting each other solo. You, you still want me to go on? Well, no, since you've poo-pooed it, we can continue on with the show. No, 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 no. I, I, I just... I just didn't think that these people were going to fight each other. That's all. Well, if they would. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm asking you. Oh. Ah, ah, ah. And isn't it interesting that Wolverine and Cyclops have not been shown? You know what? That is interesting. That and Wolverine I'll... could be fighting Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, but what about Cap? Is Cap shown on any of these? Uh-uh. He hasn't been shown. I bet. I mean, I, I would think that Cap and Cyclops would be the ones that, because they kind of disagree on what to do with Wanda. But where do they put Wolverine? I don't know. All right, let's look at these matchups. Okay, Juggernaut versus the Thing. I would call. I would call the Thing just because he's got so much attitude. And see, I would call Colossus because he's got so much anger and he's also got the power of Colossus and Juggernaut. What kind of anger? Because Juggernaut, because the, the demon of Sidorak is like evil. Okay. All right. All right. I don't think I've seen Thing lose that often. Um,. Spider-Woman versus Gambit. Spider-Woman has never struck me as cool. But Gambit seems like he looks cool, but you have never seen him really do anything that cool. Yeah. So if Spider-Woman can fly, then I'm going to go with her. But if she stays on the ground, probably Gambit. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Spider-Woman. Really? Because I think Gambit is he's slyer than her. I think Gambit was cool ten years ago. <laughs> I love I love Gambit. I think he's awesome, but I don't think the writers really care too much about him anymore. No, probably so not. Except, except for uh, Marjorie Leal. Yeah, she, she does. And probably her series got canceled. <laughs> I know, man, and I really like it too. That's a shame. All right, this Daredevil verse. Archangel is probably the best cover, I would say. Don't you think? I think it's really good. All right, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's got the Kingpin's tower in the background, the Chrysler building. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a competition, though, if it's Archangel, his Archangel power. You really? Well, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But if it's just Angel, then Daredevil's going to whoop up on him. You think so? Yeah. If it was just Angel? He just flies. <laughs> See, well, that's true. That's true. But I think Daredevil is so smart that, like, you know, Angel would just be, like, flying away. And then he would, like, really jump and jump on top of him and then bring him down and tie his wings down or something like that. Yeah. And then stab him in the head. <laughs> Right, with right, right, right. Obviously, because Daredevil is joining X Force. <laughs> um, I would think the Hulk between Hulk and Emma. Yeah. 
Because we just saw her arm get cut off, so we know that she's not super invincible. Yeah. All right, between Beast and Luke Cage, what do you think? I'm going to go with Beast because he's smart. I would say the same thing. And Luke Cage, if if Beast wasn't jumping around, maybe he could overpower Beast. Luke Cage could overpower Beast, but, you know, why would Beast do that? Yeah. I don't – I think he would just – I don't know. I think he would just outwit him somehow because uh, Cage would just get angry and fight with his emotion, emotions. You know what's interesting? calm. You know what's interesting, though, about these covers? We're seeing X-Men from both sides. Right? You're seeing X-Men. Oh, you mean oh Wolverine and the X-Men and right. X-Men proper. Why would they have a schism, a huge deal about a schism, and then six months later have them all fighting together like i would think that wolverine and scott would have two different ideas about how to handle this right they may though because these are just teasers right so you would think that their teams would have similar ideas to the leaders right yeah. So I would think that there'd be three teams: the Avengers, the X Men, and then the X Men. But really, even just look at the the whole schism, though. The issue was whether young kids should fight bad guys. Right. But so when so, Hope, when the Phoenix Force comes back in Hope, and then Wanda comes back. Because that not that what it's about, or do we not even know yet? Well, it has to do with the Phoenix Force. And Scarlet Witch and Hope both play pivotal roles. Right. So, I mean, we see what's going on with Ch- in Children's Crusade about the X-Men and the Avengers, and they disagree what to do about Wanda there. And somehow... Well, I think it's going to be whether they, need to, they should kill Hope or not. Oh, really? Have you read Avengers X-Sanction? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So you think the Avengers would try to... Would say, oh, she needs to die? Maybe. I don't know. Do you think Jean's going to show up? No, I don't. I don't. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, too. Oh, this J. Scott Campbell cover is just not good. It's just not good. That's so sad. I love his Spider-Man. You know what this reminds me of? If you look, if you take out their faces and the disproportionate, it, it reminds me of uh, Chaken. Let me pull it up. Maybe the inker was was similar to the guy who inks Chaken stuff. Maybe he was in a hurry. We need this out stat. Ah, Maybe he ah. had a pizza in the oven and he had to hurry. Yeah, it was a pizza. Oh, this is a pizza cover. That's what this is. He had a pizza in the oven. Okay, look, they both got giant boots and and knee guards. What do you think? Now, this is is an age-old battle, I know, and all I know is from the X-Men cartoon. But, all right, who would win? Ms. Marvel or Rogue? What's going on? I think it's going to be circumstance because Rogue's powers are she absorbs people's now, you know? He's kind of purged everything else. So <clears throat> it just depends on who she can touch, I guess. But I, I would give it to Ms. Marvel. Can she still fly? Can Rogue fly? 
I think if she absorbs flight, I thought. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, not of herself, because, I mean, Rogue from the cartoon, she could fly all the time, right? Because yeah. of Ms. Marvel? Yeah, because she had those permanently. But then when she, who was, what was that? The, the, the Children of the Vault? Is that when she, all her powers got purged? Oh, I can't remember. I mean, Rogue's, I don't know, all that legacy stuff and everything, I, I don't know what's going on with that. But I do know that um, uh, Catatome or... What was yes, that? that's what it was. And then she became, it, it pretty much became legacy because she held on to thousands upon thousands of people's memories. and I don't know, I'd give it to Miss Marvel. Yeah. I am with you. All right. Spider-Man versus Iceman. Ugh. I think Iceman would win, but I think Marvel would make Spider-Man win. I would disagree. I say Spider-Man would win because I think science and the ability to move quick would win out over um, brashness. And he just seems too cocky to me. Oh, he's so powerful. You think? He's an Omega-level mutant. I, did you see what he did in Wolverine and the X-Men when he made all those duplicates of himself? Yeah, but I took that as the exception, like the phenomenon. Like, he doesn't know how to use that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think I, they just upped that. his power, and so that's what they were doing. Like, I, I, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy to me. He just seems like... If he can do that, he doesn't know how to control his power. He's not that interested in learning how to use his power to the best of his ability. Yeah, he just talks about doing it. That's what I think. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, then. Uh, Okay, Storm versus Thor. What do you think? This is an interesting matchup. I think that Storm's like Storm is very elegant to me. Like she's very regal, I guess is a better word. And so with that regality comes a certain amount of confidence, but I think in a battle like this being overconfident is a good thing. And I think Thor has so much of a track record and so much uh so much experience being a warrior. I think that he would unless Unless Storm outsmarted him, I think Thor would win. I do too. He's just a because they're pretty close in power level, you know. But I gotta give it to Thor because he's got he's got he's got what? Hey there. Sometimes it works towards his better, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. And they've battled before. Oh, have they? Yeah. And Thor's won. But Storm's had her own hammer in the past, so it'd be interesting if she got it back. That'd be cool. Battle. Magneto and Iceman and Iron Man. I don't know. My gut says Magneto, but I don't know why. I mean, Tony, Spar- Tony Stark should be smart enough to make a suit that shouldn't be magnetically controlled, <laughs> right? Yeah. You'd hope so. Right, but... In this picture, unfortunately, it looks like Magneto is wearing tights, and that doesn't look like much armor to me. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'd give it to Magnus, Magnus too. I mean, that's that's my gut, and I don't really have a good reason. I don't know. Tony Stark, he's overrated. Well, that's just a stupid thing. I am wearing a suit of metal. I'm gonna fight the guy that can control metal. Go fight somebody else. Ah! You know, right? Just be smart. Go fight Scott. That's what I want to see. And Psylocke versus Black Widow. What do you think? Psylocke. You think? She's got telepathy. Their their skill levels are pretty close, but she's got telepathy. That's true. And telekinesis. Okay. Yeah. All right. That pushes her over the edge. But if it was just pure skill, I, I would give it to Black Widow. I would too. All right. All right. Hand to hand. She's got it. Right on. Wow. We actually agree. Woo! <laughs> All right. I know something else we can agree on, Andy. And what is that, Jared? The Tino Award! The Tino's! The Tino Award. How many you got? Three. All right, I got two. Go for it. All kinds of people. kinds of people i'm gonna go out on the limb and say it has to do with wolverine the x-men with the varying people in the class very good Andy man right on all right um break every rule break every rule i'm gonna go with scarlet spider and what about it um, you got the right book you got the right book because they are ignoring continuity no well oh. i mean that makes sense but break every rule basically because he's got none of the responsibility gotcha oh that makes sense i That's... even almost said that all right all right what's your number two Right, this one's a little bit of a stretch. Thank you for the warning. All right. Undercover agent for the blues. You took me for a ride. me down to my shoes. Yeah. I found out he was an undercover agent for the blues. Undercover agent for the blues. Think of it more so undercover agent. Um, is it because Dr. Neves and Carnage is going in? You're, you're on the right track. Uh, wow. I don't know. I mean, it's Carnage. But I'm not yeah, sure. But- with Dr. Neves and the symbiotes, it's kind of like, you know, these undercover special ops groups are all coming around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you got it. All right. Oh, that's very gracious of you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Number two, last one for me. Help! Help me if you can. I'm 
for help, I'm going to go with Carnage. And it could be is my right the right title. No, but that oh. that that makes that fits. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, for help, we could do uh, Shadow Cat having a baby. No, but it's that title. Okay, for I... help for that title, <laughs> we could do uh, Angel saving the dog. No, but I, I can see how this is super ambiguous. No, it was okay. We uh, could do Deathlock. <clears throat> it okay. was. <laughs> it was basically everybody like the whole thing crumbling apart because Genesis took over uh, and turned into Apocalypse. Gotcha. All right. So <laughs> I tried to pick the most major thing that happened. That's cool. All right. Not a problem. All right. Last one is go ahead. Scarlet Spider. No. Do you have to hear the whole chorus? It says, go ahead, tear my heart out. Why don't you go ahead and lay me out to dry? Go ahead and play your games. Go ahead and smear my name all over your blood red sky. Okay, so changing Kane from who he was to who he is now? No, I said it's not that title. Oh, 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 okay. (laughs) All right, so Carnage because... He's tearing out people's hearts and stuff? Well, no. But it is that title. Um, Because that wife is going to kill her husband? Yes. Ah, yes. Uh, You're going to go tear his heart out over the blood red sky. So sad. That's so disgustingly sad. It is. <laughs> it's very sad. I'm, I'm wiping a tear right now. That's Oh, oh poor Jared. Yes, send money. <laughs> <laughs> so that about wraps it up. Oh, this Christmas, nothing. the heater didn't go out, right? Heck no. Right on. We had heat for Christmas. Hey, look at you. <laughs> yeah, is it warm down there? Um, It was until today. Yeah. Gotcha. It, was, it, was about, it was about 65, 70, and then uh, today it's going to drop tonight to about 20s. So. Oh man. Yeah, dude. Too. Wow. I think that about wraps it up. This is Marvel Six One Six Politics Issue <clears> Thirty Eight. <throat> of course, visit our website Marvel Six One Six Politics dot com. That's j- pretty much just an archive of all our episodes. Um, you can email us at Marvel Six One Six Politics at gmail dot com. Feel free to ask us questions, anything you want addressed on the show. If you have a request of what issues to review, I'll get Jared to read them. And uh, we'll review them. And of course, follow us on Twitter throughout the day. If you're at your computer, who doesn't love to watch the Twitter feeds at 616politics or twitter.com slash 616politics? You can call us on that little thing you call a phone at 616-755-TINA and leave us a little witty remark or let us know what you think of the show. Ask a question, and we guarantee, as long as it's appropriate, we will play it on the air. Uh, But more importantly, even, converse with us, talk with us, interact with the rest of the community. Post pictures, videos, just connect on Facebook.com slash Marvel616Politics. 
And we thank you, DCB Service, for your excellent sponsorship of our podcast. Indeed we do. So, until next time, (laughs) (laughs) make yours Marvel 616 Politics. (laughs) 